It's time to jump into the Wayback Machine and go back to the 80s. I am your host, Golden Jay, and with me, as always, is Frankie Vegas. Hello. And we are here to take you back. Back to the greatest decade ever. So let's begin. All right. <laughs> let's begin. What's up, bud? Uh, not a lot. You know, recovering. You know, I've recovered from COVID. The, the mysterious yeah. COVID. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when it was big and rampant, I never got it one time. I didn't even know it was still a thing. And I, <laughs> I saw I saw your post on Facebook, and I'm like, wait, what? And then, of course, I talked to uh, some people that work with you, and they're yeah. like, yeah, man, it is, it is whipping through here. And I'm like, holy shit. I said, um, I have company coming, and I got to go to Kansas City, so you just keep your ass at home. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, yeah, it's... Uh, it's been kind of it's been kind of crazy for you, I can imagine. Oh yeah, um, just hanging out on the couch, just watching. hanging out on the couch. Did you catch up on all your streaming episodes of everything you want to watch? Is that what you? That what I you'd... didn't. I slept most of the time. Oh, right on. Yeah. Well, I that's uh... catch up on sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't find that uh, as would. I'd like to do that. I'd like to catch up on some sleep. I don't know when I'm going to do that, but uh, eventually I'll find out. I'll find mm-hmm. out and get to, get a couple of days just to just to relax and everybody should make time just to have some me time. It's true. It's true. Well, your me time and my me time might be totally different. Well, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what your me time is. Uh, so. Let's let's not talk about that. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's keep on keeping on. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, all of our golden 80s listeners out there, we're going to do something that is a little different to us, but uh, you might uh, have run across it in some of our other uh, podcasts. We're going to do, what I don't know, what are we going to call it? What's your damage? What's your damage? <laughs> this is our filler episode. So welcome to episode 15, What's Your Damage? Yeah, and the reason that is isn't because, well, neither one of us did our research for the week. <laughs> this is true, this is true, but uh, we'll be on it for next for next week's episode. Uh, we'll be right back into it and getting back to those 80s classics, but for now, we're, gonna, we're just going to talk 80s. We're just going to discuss uh, some 80s uh, stuff, yeah. so... Yeah. It's, don't even have to be 80s, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> See how it goes. <laughs> well, is there... Uh, a, uh, we were just talking before we started recording. You got a great shout-out from the Call Guys last yeah. week's episode. Yeah, I did. Or a couple weeks ago episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Colton, you know, he he gave me some love, you know. <laughs> I appreciate it, Colton. You're a hell of a guy. I don't care what the emperor says, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I, 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 that made me, that gave me some confidence, you know, and which is funny because, you know, I've been telling him the whole time he's doing a great job. He's doing a great job. Uh, but yeah, when Colton says it, oh yeah, well, wait a second. Now, I, now I have confidence. Nah. 
Fuck what the emperor says. Yeah. No, no. No, that's not true. I know, I know. But it, it was nice to hear. Yeah. Uh, it was really cool of him to, to shout you out. And I know you'd emailed. And, yeah. And, but yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, he went off the rails and really... Uh, Really gave you a, a pat on the back, which which is well deserved. You've done a great job. Oh, thank you. And of course, you know, uh, the majority of that pat came from the Golden Odyssey episode number nine, and yeah. and so yeah, yeah. May, maybe I found my new calling. You never to know. Be an interviewer. <laughs> hey, you don't know. <laughs> you just gotta. You you did the. For me, when I do an interview. A lot of people will do a ton of research and, you know, have a whole list of questions and, you know, uh, and I think, I think it's important to have questions, you know, have some stuff that's ready that, you know, you can, if you need to push the interview, you've got someplace to go. But, you know, a lot of the times, and I found this doing the whole entire Golden Odyssey series, People love to talk about themselves. And you know, I'm, you know, I'm a prime example. I talked about myself, you know, and we told stories and some some old stories that I don't know that I ever told. But if you just listen, you can pick out things in, in what they're saying and you can keep diverting yeah. that uh, yeah. interview to, to go into that. And, and that's, that's what I found with doing those and, and just doing interviews up to that point anyway. When we did the original, um, the first United States of Paranormal interview with Connor Biddle, uh, I was so out of whack because not only was it me and Alicia, but Skywalker was in there, Gunner was in there, and you know, and Connor. So we had all these people in this Zoom meeting, and the Skywalker had this big long list of questions, and so when it came time to kind of get into the interview portion of what we were what we were working with it was like I was lost because I had this sheet of questions and that's not normally how I would run an interview yeah. so you know Sky Skyler kind of ran a big chunk of it because he had done most of the most of the research I mean I'd read his books and watched his uh, YouTube videos and all that stuff but he's the one that that had all that stuff so I'm like well go 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 yeah you've got idea where you want to go with all this. But for me, that's not how I would have run the interview. I would have just would have sat there and just listened and, and kind of went with that. So yeah, maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll get Frankie involved in some of these, uh, other interviews coming up next year when we get back into golden yeah, odyssey and be like, Frankie, come in and do this interview. I'm, I'm going to take the night off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Might might yeah. be all right. Do you got like a dream interview where you'd like somebody you'd love to interview right now, just to see what's going on in their head? Um, yeah, kinda. I mean, you know, when you think about when you think about you know you're thinking about big celebrities. You know, you, uh, I, I, if I was to guess, yours I would think would be Brett Michaels. No, no. Right now, and Jonathan Taylor from the Indianapolis Colts, because I want to know what the hell, <laughs> what's he thinking? You know. <laughs> well, he's thinking that he wants to go to a team where he can win a Super Bowl. I would assume. No, but... he wants money. Oh, and I'm... his agent is a freaking idiot. <laughs> is Chris Jones from Kansas City have the same agent? Because that they might. Like, I don't fucker's know. Fucker's an idiot too. <laughs> uh, you know, these guys are making millions and millions a season, and yet it was like, well, we want more. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't came off an ankle injury, and I didn't really play a bunch last year. And when I did, I didn't do very well. But I want to be the highest paid running back in the league. <laughs> <laughs> there was talks of him maybe ended up in Kansas City, yeah. but well, there were uh, talks about him going anywhere. <laughs> uh, we honestly, Casey, doesn't need. It. We got three decent running backs, uh, and we're not a running back offense. So yeah. I mean, it's not like, well, that'd I be a waste of money for us. The the Colts fan base don't really even want him. <laughs> I think the Chiefs fan base for Chris Jones is starting to feel the same way. It's like if you're if you're not coming back to play for our team, then we just don't want you to come back and play for our team at yeah. all. But it, you know, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, mine would be. Uh, his name is Corey Krieg, and he's from the band Flickerstick. Okay, he's, he was the original guitar player, and uh, you know he kind of put together that whole um, reunion deal that we went to in Dallas last year, and and I, I I really thought about reaching out to him for the Golden Odyssey series to see if he'd be interested in doing it, but well, um, should have. I know I should have done a lot of things, but you know. Yeah, woulda, coulda, shoulda. <laughs> woulda, coulda, shoulda. The other one I'd love to get a hold of is my old friend Al Snow from the WWE. Um, I'd love to sit down with him and just pick his brain. Uh, a few years ago when we did the induction, when when Dad got inducted into the Midwest Championship Hall of Fame and I went and I got a chance because Al was there and I got a chance to see him and talk to him and, and uh, amazingly humble. I was like, you know, because he has the he has kind of got that persona, you know, he's kind mm-hmm. of a, a hard ass. But um, I'm like, man, you know, what's it? He's and he's just like, I'm just extremely grateful for everything that I've got so far. And, you know, so it was just fun to sit and talk to him for a little bit. And my little 15 minutes of his time, <laughs> because everybody was like, Al, Al, come over here. Al, come over here. <laughs> And I remember he was sitting there, and, and it was in that moment where, like, nobody was fucking messing with him. And I'm like, I walked up, and I'm like, hey, do you mind? He's like, no, dude, sit down. And, uh, yeah, sitting there talking to him for, you know, 15, 20 minutes. And it was just like old times because, mm-hmm. you know, I always said we – he was definitely – he was, what, ten, he's, what, 10 years older than me, maybe maybe a little bit more, but not much. And so basically I always said I grew up with him. Yeah. And, the, you know, he was wrestling – with my dad and in that whole Midwest championship wrestling thing over there. And so, you know, we kind of grew up together Mm -hmm. I mean, he knew I was, but you know, he was, he was one of the guys, I was still the kid, but you know, it was still, uh, still a lot of fun back in those days. (laughs) Oh, I bet. I bet. It was a good time. I still remember, ever tell you the story about, uh, I was sitting in, we were in, we were in some locker room in Lima, Ohio, and it was one of the few locker rooms that actually had a TV and Octopussy was playing on the, you know, <laughs> the old James Bond movie. And I'm laying on the couch and I'm just watching and, and guys are coming and going and, and, you know, it'd been a long day anyway, road trip and then doing all that. And I'm just sitting there watching this movie and all of a sudden fucking Al flies over the fucking couch and lands right in front of me and goes, I said hello to you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I'm watching TV. <laughs> That's funny. I remember that like it was yesterday. That's one of those memories that'll never go away. <laughs> so, Jonathan, so, but, but let, okay, let's break away from Jonathan T- oh, okay. Taylor. Who would it be, though? Who would be your ultimate. Uh, 
Oh, my, interview. My, my ultimate interview. That. Uh, yeah, I would almost say you probably hit it um, with like Brett Michaels or Tom Kiefer. Oh my god! Oh man, just just guy that I kind of idolized, you know, right. growing up, and just to see where, you know, just to hear stories from you know right. backstage, you know. Well, and to pick the brain of, I mean, what was it like going into stardom? You know, mm-hmm. what what were you doing prior to and what was your thought process? Oh, yeah. And, you know, what was all that? I mean, if I remember right with Tom Keeper, they were founded, they were found by John Bon Jovi, uh, right? Yeah, I believe that way I understand it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, to be able to kind of, walk through that process of what was going on back then and what they were clubbing because they weren't they weren't an la band i don't think yeah were they? they weren't they like out of pennsylvania i was or something thinking like that i was jersey thinking yeah i was somewhere. thinking jersey but yeah i don't know that they were necessarily out of jersey but yeah i just you know and it helped when you have somebody like john bon jovi sitting there saying hey you need to sign these guys yeah let's yeah <laughs> you boys come with me we, <laughs> we got people we can talk to you there is another humble, humble dude was Eric Brittingham from Cinderella when when we met and talked to him. And mm. and uh, he actually stuck, stuck around to watch us play, oh. which was really cool. And, I mean, because we were opening up for his uh, side project and, you know, we met him when we first got there. And, and him and the rocker chick spent time talking about bass guitars and bass rigs and all that shit. But... Um, I remember looking out and saying something about naked beggars being in the house and he's standing back there and he, he raises his mm-hmm. beard to me. And, and so, you know, he's listening, but I, I did catch up with him after everything was done. And I, and I just, I just grabbed him. I'm like, Hey man, you know, it's a pleasure to meet you. I said, you know, you know, all the formality type stuff, you yeah. know, you know, and I said, what, uh, if you don't mind, what do you think? What do you think of the band? And he just, he looked at me. And like I said, he was a hum. He was very humble. He was very polite. He, you know, he's this dude's a fucking rock star. Period. Yeah. You know, he has scanned the globe and done just about everything that you could possibly think of in the music scene. And he looked at me and very politely, he's like, "Listen," he goes, "You sound like every other bar band that I've ever ever heard." And I'm like, "Cool." You're fucking honest with me. Yeah. Absolutely honest. Because I was thinking the same thing. It's like, we are just another bar band who writes music. You know, some, you know, you might get lucky. You might not get lucky. Yeah. You never know. But, it, I mean, he was honest with it. And he wasn't like, um, he wasn't like, uh, what's the word I want? He wasn't uh, harsh about it. You know, it wasn't mm-hmm. like, it was like, well, fuck you, man. You know, <laughs> you know, I, I didn't feel that way. I was just like. I, fe- I guess I felt relief at that point where yeah. I was like, oh, all right. Yeah, he didn't say you sucked. He just said you sounded like every other bar band, yeah. you know? Yep, pretty much. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, super nice guy and super nice guy there. And, mm-hmm. and uh, once again, you know, you're dealing with a small bar and everybody wants his attention. And, mm-hmm. and uh, so, yeah, it was like you kind of worked your best you could do. And I don't think mm-hmm. Labar, I don't think Jeff Labar. Oh yeah, Jeff Labar was there with us. That, oh, was that, he? Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
he has since passed away. He has, which is super sad because once again, he's like, he's like, dude, come party with us later. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, I could do that. <laughs> yeah, I was just, that was just a great band all the way around, yeah. you know. Yeah, and but I think a lot of the Tom Keeper problems, were, you know, stem from his alcohol, you know, alcohol abuse and stuff like that. And and I he looks he looks so much better now. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the new new footage and stuff I've seen of him, he looks way better than what he did, you know, maybe say five, six, ten years ago. Um, so I think he's cleaned up and is back out on tour with his band yeah. and. They were just local, not too. Yeah, uh, they were uh, in, in August. Uh, Wabash. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I never did hear uh, anybody go to that show. Let me know. Yeah, the Golden would. Image Eighties mm-hmm. at Gmail dot com. Yeah. <laughs> I would have liked to have. Yes, we were playing the families helping family, so I couldn't go. Yeah. Well, actually, we probably could have made the show because <laughs> it, the families helping families they ended early, but. Earlier than we anticipated, but uh, we probably could have made the show down in Wabash. We weren't that far away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it would have been cool to see him. Oh yeah. So what else is going on? Uh, not. I really don't have a whole lot going on right now. You know. You're out delivering pizzas. This out last delivering weekend. pizzas. You know. Do that as a side hustle. Yeah, because the podcasting doesn't pay him anything. No, it does not. <laughs> but that's all right. I don't do it for money. He wishes he was getting residuals under. You know, oh, that the, would be back, that would the... be wonderful. But <laughs> one day, one day. Let's hope so. And that's all up to you, the listener, to go out there and rate and review us. Give us a shout out. <laughs> Tell your friends. You should listen to these two idiots on the Golden 80. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Listen. You uh, may not agree with what we say, but, you know. It's true. It's true. But that's the fun part of this. You know, we do our research, but mm-hmm. we give a lot of our own opinions on it. And, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And had we tried to do a regular episode, that's what it would have been, just our opinions. <laughs> it's true. No factual basis. <laughs> Nothing. It's like, okay, let's talk about this. <laughs> Jim Baker was a douche. Okay, the, yeah. the episode. Hey, you over. got my socials. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. We're done. We're it's over. Um, no, we've had a lot of uh, a lot of good responses. Uh, uh, most everybody's loving it. That has listened to it. Yeah. We just need to get it out there a little bit farther for more people to hear. But yeah. we're working on it. Yeah. And has anybody bought a shirt yet, other than you? No, no, not yet. Damn. Sorry, man. <laughs> I gotta go check on that too. That you know that worries me. I haven't seen any sales come through it yet, so yeah. uh, um, I'm hoping that uh, it's just because everybody's kind of winding down there. Yeah. They haven't they haven't got their Christmas list out yet. So. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, well, I'm I'm hopefully one of these days I'm gonna have enough money to buy. <laughs> I'm wanting a hoodie. Is what I'm wanting. Did you go look at them? Yeah. Uh, yeah. GoldenMojoENT.com. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was real happy with how they, they look like they're uh, pretty cool. I have oh, a, yeah. I want, unfortunately, I want one of everything on there. I would buy one of everything if I could, yeah. you know, from uh, all the call guys to the Court of Books and Booze to the Golden 80s stuff to, you know, I would buy all of it. 
Now, TUSOP got their own. TUSOP has their own website, yeah. UnitedStatesParanormal.com, and then they have their own store. Uh, and mm-hmm. it was weird because back in uh, when we were doing it with the team with Team Tejas, um, the guys kind of wanted to keep everything separate. And yeah, that's that look, that look, <laughs> that look you gave me. Yeah, <laughs> um, I yeah, I don't know. Uh, they just wanted to keep it separate, and you know, since they were doing a shit ton of the work, it's yeah. like okay, all right, well, yeah. keep it separate. We actually had a discussion about that because I talked about maybe moving everything over to Golden Mojo ENT, but we do so much promo for, um, you know, uh, United States Paranormal dot com that yeah. I, I don't really want it to go anywhere. So we decided we'll just go ahead and keep it up and running and keep going that way. And that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, ultimately it would have been great to have everything in one shop and, and just that easy, but, uh, you know, but you know, Tusop kind of its own entity. You, you know, know, Tusop is kind of its own entity, and and hopefully uh, everybody is enjoying Logan being back from oh, yeah. Team Teos, and and you know we're doing the the we're doing the other side, which is uh, yeah. our monthly review of everything that uh, regular Tusop has done, and it was fun. The, we did our first one for the August review, and it was a lot of fun, and it turned out really well. And I'm looking forward to doing another one. So, yeah. yeah, it was really good. I would suggest go listen to it if you haven't. It really good. Logan seemed more in control than just <laughs> you because when it was Team Tejas, they were just the boys were just they were all over the they place. Were, yeah. They were crazy. Yeah, they're crazy. You know, it's mm-hmm. funny because you know I was when when we first got started. I'm like. Oh, uh, e, uh, mm, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, is this, and, but people loved it. They absolutely love Team Tejas and, yeah. and, uh, you know, it's a style and yeah. what they did yeah. was a style and it, and it worked and people loved them. And so, you know, I didn't fight it at all. Just kind of yeah. let them do their thing. Yeah. And, and, uh, me and Alicia, it was always interesting because I think they said like their episodes were like car wrecks, but ours were like really laid back and dr- <laughs> <laughs> when Alicia was with me for, for two stops. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's what a, what a wild ride that has been that, you know, we just crossed over, um, 76 episodes and, you know, which is about a year and a half and it's it's interesting to look back and be like, holy shit, it's been a year and a half and look at all these things we talked about and look at all of the fans that we have for that podcast. And it's like, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. And I will never, never be unhappy with, you know, the reactions and the emails and all that stuff we get from the fans. It's it's amazing. Oh yeah. So we try to shout out all of our, uh, our listeners whenever we can and uh well as this is this recording falls obviously it's going to be about two or three weeks from from when i was out there but being in kansas city coming up i'm actually going to go meet a listener who lives out in kc cool yeah, i'm super excited about that so uh i'll let you know how that works out absolutely <laughs> but yeah i'm fired up oh yeah i mean you don't get to do that every day well do you want to do a question of the pod? Abso-fucking-positively. Right. Question of the pod. Here we go. 80s, 80s edition. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, since this is all different, I'm just 
I'm going to do this different too. And it doesn't have to be 80s related. Okay. But, okay. Listen, Colton can say I did still. <laughs> Question of the pod. <laughs> but anyway. Okay, Jeremy, if you could go back to any point in time mm-hmm. and relive an event to see it ha- happen live in front of your eyes, what event would that be? Wow. Oh, wow. I mean, I mean, not in my own personal life, just any event in general. Yeah, any event. Yeah, it could be, you know, a music festival, I don't know, just anything, you know. Anything that happened that was really kind of cool or you would have loved to have seen actually been there when it happened. Do you have one? I do. I actually have two. Okay, well, hit me with yours while I'm kind of rattling around my brain. The first one that I came up with was Woodstock. The original? The original Woodstock. I just would love to have just seen that. Now, would I have partaken in what they partook in? Probably not, because (laughs) I'm kind of a wuss when it comes to hard drugs and stuff. So. Yeah, but that was a different time. Yeah, it was a different time. You know, free love. You know. I would have, you know. Uh, yeah, I, he would have partaken in that, I would have partaken in that part had I been <laughs> single. If I was single, I don't cheat. Fair so. enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, I would have partook in the free love. <laughs> but, yeah, I would have just loved to have just been around that whole vibe, you know. Right. Peace and love, you know. I think it would have just been... Yeah, well, an eye-opening experience, I guess. You know, did, maybe back then they didn't look at it like that, but looking back on it, as you know, yeah. I wasn't even born yet. You know, right? Did you ever watch the the Woodstock documentary? Uh, I've seen bits and pieces. I haven't watched like sat down and watched the whole. I watched the entire thing, and I loved it. I, I mean, I wasn't necessarily, I'm not a Woodstock junkie, yeah. you know, where I'm like, oh, this band and this band played and, and all that, because I couldn't even fucking, I knew Jimi Hendrix played. Yeah. Uh, Grateful, oh, yeah. Grateful Dead play? Yeah, Grateful Dead play. Okay. Joe Cocker. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Joe Cocker. He's got that thing with his head. And he's yeah. like, eh. <laughs> um, but, the, but the documentary, and I think it was on Netflix, I believe. It might have been on Amazon Prime. I, I don't remember exactly where it was, but... Uh, my buddy Billy told it. He said you need to watch this, and so I sat down and watched it, and I I, I fucking loved it. I thought it was great. Um, just the, yeah, it was yeah, the the mistakes that they made with Woodstock '99. Let me tell you right now, Woodstock '99 was nothing but a money grab. Period. Oh, yeah, it was nothing else. It wasn't about the music. It wasn't about anything. It was a fucking money grab. Well, you can't do Woodstock now. No. You couldn't do what they did then. Right. Because people are, I'm going to be honest, and I don't mean to offend anyone, but people are freaking idiots nowadays. Mm-hmm. You couldn't get that many people in a, an area without fighting. and Yeah, without violence. This, and that, yeah. you know, yeah. all sorts of murder rate. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, because people are just insane. Did you know that the Woodstock 99 was actually put together by the same guy that put together Woodstock? That's, I, I thought I had heard that, yeah. but... 
Yeah, it's crazy to think about it. But he, he went into this. <laughs> he went in with that same mentality. Yeah, you know that that whole peace and love, peace and love, and you know, like you just said, it, that's not going to happen in today's age. And mm. and that's still what is that fifteen years ago it was ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. What's twenty? No, twenty twenty five years ago. No, oh, fuck. We are so bad at math, wow. people. Yeah. 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 Yeah, the fucking Colton screaming at the mm-hmm. <laughs> the fucking radio right now. Yeah. It's like you're in a bunch of damn. So yeah, what would be twenty five? Is that what you? Yeah, I think I think that sounds right. Yeah, okay, yeah. let's go with that. Okay, um, twenty some years ago. Twenty some years ago. So what's your second one? My second one, and this one kind of, I don't know how to put it. It it's kind of a personal weird thing. I would have loved to have been to the. Opening of The Exorcist when oh. that movie opened. Because, you know, I hear all these stories about people, you know, passing out and right. screaming. Now, yes, when I was a kid and I watched that movie, it scared the holy fuck out of me. I'm right. not going to lie. Now I watch it and I'm like, okay, how can a grown adult go in, <laughs> go into a movie theater, watch this movie, and be that damn scared that you're passing out, puking in the theater, right. you know, running? How, you know, I mean. Do, do you think that maybe you're a little more desensitized to it? Because when that came out, I mean, that was like, you know, the, the horror movie. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. I mean, there was, you didn't see very often the fucking, like, her head just spin around. And, oh, yeah, you didn't see that kind of, yeah, yeah, you're right. So I wonder if you're more desensitized to it now compared to, as if you would have been there. Yeah, the day. yeah, that yeah. very well could be. Yeah. I mean, I think that if you ever got the chance to go back, you needed to be like, well, obviously, if you if you get a time machine, somebody can wipe that little section of your brain out then too, because if they've created a time machine, then they yeah. should be able to. It's like, okay, he's never seen it. You just take it out of there and then send his ass back and go. Here's a movie ticket. Get in there, and then <laughs> then see what it's like at that yeah. point. That would be that would be. A, that's yeah. a fucking interesting. Yeah. Work on that, Chico. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, my nephew Nolan, uh, I told him I needed because he's a fucking smart as a whip. He's going to. He's so young, but he already knows that he wants to go be an engineer and, and work on. You know, he wants to go work for NASA. That's that's his dream job because he's into all that. And I looked at him last time I seen him. I said, "Will you build me a time machine?" <laughs> and he looked at me and goes, "You realize you can't build one." I said, "Will you try?" He goes, "I will try for you." <laughs> it's like sweet. So I'm getting me a time machine. <laughs> um, okay, so as we've been talking here, I've been kind of kicking around, and I know that you could probably watch this on behind the scenes you know, stuff like that. But, you know, I think I would have loved to have been on the set of the original Star Wars as they were creating all of that shit. Yeah, good one. I mean, that's just off. That's just kind of off the top of my head. I'm sure that if I really think about it over the next few days, I might come up with another one. But and I probably probably will. But I think as of right now, that would be kind of an interesting thing to be a part of that and be there and uh, to see it. Yeah. And, you know, see it in person. I think that would be kind of cool. Just be on the set with George Lucas and just watch his creative mind work and how he come up with all that. Yeah. Because, yeah. But, you know, what was that? 70, was that 79? 70, 70, 77? 77, 77 I think, yeah. yeah. 
um, you know, that shit was not even thought of. You oh, know, man. it was like nobody talked about space wars and shit like that. So, not that I'm aware of. I was five. <laughs> <laughs> but to, you know, just to watch those squirrels run inside mm. his brain would oh, be yeah, fucking that, amazing. Yeah, that's a good one. I so, like that one. Um, but yeah, I'll text you when this episode airs and I'm listening back to it and I'll be like, oh, hey, I thought of another one. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't thought that'd be kind of an interesting. Yeah. I thought maybe it would segue into something, you know, I didn't know. Well, you never know. Well, we did kind of segue with Woodstock and all that, but yeah. uh, I'd, I'd be interested in the, the listeners if you want to. Email us at the, the golden image 80s at gmail.com. I'd love to hear what yours would be if you could go back. Oh, and yeah, please take it all in. Please. Yeah, I do. You, do you have an event in your life that you'd like to go back and relive one more time? An event yeah. in my life. I mean, that's kind of along the same things, uh, yeah, I mean, but I, instead of a broader, you take yeah, it down just to kind of into my life yeah. uh, to relive. Wow, it is there's just a lot of stuff that comes into my head you know but i'm like i don't think that's what they want to hear <laughs> you know because i'm like eh. <laughs> you know like you say well i'd like to go back to the first time i had sex so i could I, be better I see, at it <laughs> I see my brain went right there when you were like you don't want to hear that i'm like he's talking about banging his wife for the first time i know he is <laughs> I never said my wife. Oh, <laughs> I was trying to be nice I, and keep yeah. you out of trouble. No, that's a, she don't listen anyway. So. <laughs> no, no, I, I just meant the first time in general. But yeah, time. I don't want to relive that. Let me tell you. <laughs> well, make it better. Oh, say, well, okay, okay. I know what I messed up. So, oh, uh, let's. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna fix it. Yeah. <laughs> That way she can go tell all of her friends. My God, he go- <laughs> he's so good. And all of her friends are lining up. Mm. <laughs> he's surprisingly big, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Well, you know, one out of two ain't bad. <laughs> but yeah, I. But really, I just when I think of events in my life, there's just like so many little things. You I know, know, right? That I would love to go back. You know. You know, go back hanging out. You know, I've got a couple of my best friends in school that passed away. I'd right. love to go back to the days of just hanging out with them, you know, and doing something, you know. Yep. You just, you know. Mine would mine would probably be just going back. Uh, I mean, I got great I got great memories with my grandfather. I mean, you know, any one of those I'd love to go back. But, you know, there's a couple of, uh, uh, you know, memories uh, – I'd like to go back with my dad and, you know, some of the wrestling shows and hanging out with all the guys and how much fun that they used to have back there. And, you know, back in those days. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I think that probably in between those two would be right where I'd be at picking yeah. one, one from each of them. Cause I'd want to go back twice mm-hmm. cause I'm greedy like that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> ain't no, nothing wrong with that. Nothing want, wrong with that. I want to be greedy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what about something you know like to the birth of Skylar Gerald is correct right going back to the birth of your first child would that be something? you know uh 
it, it's interesting because that memory, all three of those, all three of them are completely burnt into my brain. Mm. I mean, I, I relive them all the time as far as that goes. You know, I know that like Skyler is, you know, 30 years old now. And I mean, that memory of, of I still remember it exactly as it happened. I mean, not every single little detail, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, with with him, it was I remember um, she was in <laughs> Bobby was in labor for I don't know how long. We didn't realize it. She just thought she had eaten eaten something bad and she was having <laughs> stomach pains and. So, you know, I remember her sister coming over going, no, you're in labor. We need to go now. And we drove from our little cottage out at the lake all the way to Warsaw in a fucking ice storm. Hmm. And I remember pulling into the ER and Dawn sliding through and hitting the curb, you know, <laughs> because she couldn't stop. But uh, And I remember, you know, sitting in that room and I remember when he when he came out you know he came out face down mm -hmm. and i remember looking i looking down i'm like oh my god he's deformed because you know he had all the mucus and stuff on the back <laughs> of his head and i was like he's fucking deformed <laughs> did the same thing <laughs> but you know she flipped him over and you know he, he was a good looking baby and i was like okay all right uh one regret was is that uh you know i, I was i mean i was still so young I didn't cut his cord and I will oh. regret that forever because it was like, no, just go ahead. Cause I was just like trying to, you know, catch myself and, and, and do mm -hmm. all that. But that's always something that I told the boys and, you know, with Skyler, especially he's like, you make sure you do it. Cause you regret it. If you don't, you know, make sure you get in there and you cut that cord. Cause that's one of those really important moments in your life. But yeah, I remember, uh, you know, they always take the baby and put it on mom's uh, chest. And I remember all that. And I remember it like it was fucking yesterday. Yeah. I see it. I can still see it. Mm -hmm. I can still see Bobby's mom was in the, my mom and Bobby's mom were in the delivery room and Bobby's mom was back against the wall. So she had the full view of everything that was going mm -hmm. on. And I remember looking at her and she was just ghost white oh, it was wow. like oh shit she's going down because <laughs> i imagine it's quite the uh i mean i seen bits and pieces but i wasn't yeah i didn't have like the full movie projector <laughs> movie screen right there with everything going on but um i can imagine that's quite a traumatic uh, uh yeah, something, something you won't see. forget yeah uh gunner was the same way i remember being in the room i remember it was like it was yesterday We'd never had an ultrasound with him, and we were 100% sure it was a girl. And I remember when, when he came out, and, and I was I looked down, and I'm like, that's not a girl. <laughs> <laughs> and then when Montana went born, you're like, missing something. Yeah, we got we to get one of those things and sew it on there. <laughs> Same thing with her. I remember being, you know, being in that room and every, every bit of it, and... Yeah. So as far as that goes, I mean, those are great memories and oh, I, yeah. and they're burnt and I'll never forget them. Yeah. That, that, yeah. I'm the yeah. same way. You yeah. know, I know the umbilical cord with Brandy. Well, the twins, I mean, and that's a whole nother 
story we can get with, you know, because I adopted the twin. They're not biologically mine. I consider them biologically mine. Right, right. But I adopted them. So I wasn't there when they were born. I mean, I kind of, I mean, I wasn't at the hospital, but I knew Marty and stuff. Right, right. But anyhow, um, Brandy was the first one I was in with, and yeah, that that was a very yeah. It's like you said, it's ingrained in your mm-hmm. head. You know, you're seeing things. You're like, how the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Did you get in trouble when you asked the doctor to put an extra stitch in there? I didn't, <laughs> but Michelle, uh-huh. Michelle, yeah. Her husband got kicked out of the delivery room for saying that. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it, and then I shut my mouth. <laughs> it's like, nope. Yeah, they don't find that shit funny. They apparently. don't find that shit funny at all. <laughs> but, yeah, Brandy, I didn't get to do the umbilical cord because, well, you know my wife. She's stubborn, and she's going to do what she wants to do, not what no doctor's going to tell her what to do. Right, right, right. Now, he right. said, don't push. And, of course, so she pushed. So he had to reach out and do this one Oh, he was handed, one-handed? You know, yeah, one-handed <laughs> grab and just wrapped her up and just cut her real quick. He was the best shortstop ever, ever, <laughs> ever. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Josh, I got to cut his umbilical cord because that doctor told me I had to work. He goes, oh, you get to work. Yeah, I'm not doing this by myself. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, you got to do something. I'm like, Doc, I worked mm-hmm. at the very beginning. Yeah. <laughs> I worked so you get to work. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but, yeah, th- yeah, they're all ingrained. And then it's like, then it's different because we, we can both talk on this when you go to grandkids. Right. You know, and that's just a whole nother you know, it, that's also, I've been at the hospital for all of my grandkids. And to, I wasn't in the delivery room, nor did right. I want to be. No, right, 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 right. Yeah, that wasn't my, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was just, that was just a whole nother euphoria type feeling. Oh, absolutely. You know. Um, uh, with Aspen, we were there in the waiting room, you know, uh, because it was like, okay, you know, you can, it's time to head up. And we were I, you know, it's me and Bobby and then uh, Jess's mom and dad and her stepdad, stepmom were all there. And, you know, we're all just kind of waiting, waiting uh, for, to get the okay to go in. And, and I remember, yeah, I totally remember going in there and seeing him for the first time. With, uh, with Sora, it was in the middle of COVID. Oh. She was a COVID baby. And, I, you know... They were like, well, you can come up and look through the window. And I'm like, I don't want to come up and meet her through a window. I want to come up and meet her face to face. So when everything kind of got cleared up and, you know, they were okay with, uh, you know, her starting to get some visitors. That's when I, so she was probably six weeks, six weeks old before I ever got to meet her. Oh, wow. So. Yeah. Yeah. My granddaughter, Willow, she was, she was born. Okay, on February 14th, so it was right just before. Before everything shut yeah, down. Yeah, before everything went to hell. So we got to go in there, but even then it was still a little, they were iffy about people being right, in there. Right, right. No, Sora was born on Star Wars Day, May oh, the 4th. May the 4th. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it was, yeah, that was a crazy hectic time. But yeah, it, I, that just, that's another thing, it just, it, you know, yeah, it's, it's in my there. Head, yep. You know, and you know, uh, I'm going. I'm going to getting ready to do it again. Yeah. So, uh, 
you know, we were asked the other day if we want to we want to be at the hospital, and we were like, yeah, absolutely, oh, yeah, we want to be there. Yeah, you know, we don't need to be in the delivery room. That's not no. what we're saying, but we definitely want to be there. Now, did the rocker chick, is she anything like my wife when it came to the grandkids? You couldn't go into a Myers or a Walmart without oh, absolutely. spending half a paycheck on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Oh, yeah. We couldn't walk past it. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. We had everything. Um, you know, we had everything at the house for Aspen. Like I said, with Sora, it was a lot different because yeah. they didn't go out. I mean, we're talking a couple of years of shutdown yeah. after she was born, but uh with aspen it was like everything was at the house we had diapers we had wet wipes we had this we had that mm. and there were certain things we didn't didn't have you know we uh we borrowed the we borrowed the playpen slash you know yeah bed or whatever um for when he finally did stay the night and um but we had you know all the toys i mean had everything and was sort of, like i said it was a little bit different yeah you know, obviously we bought all the clothes and we bought clothes and we bought, you know, whatever they might need. They mostly had everything. So um, I'm trying to remember what we did buy, to be honest. Uh, I'm sure that we had a, a full bag of stuff that we took up when we first the first day we met her. But, um, you know, she's already bought stuff for the new grandbaby and given it oh. to Gunnar and Sarah. And, you know, mm-hmm. so... And it's hard to, she's like, well, we should go look at the baby stuff. It's like, no, no, we shouldn't. <laughs> we can do that later. We can do it later. Mm-hmm. It'll be fine. <laughs> well, I hope it worked for you because it sure didn't work for me. Oh, so far. Now, so she'll good. say, I, my, Marty will say I was just as bad. Yeah. But I don't think I was. So, but let's, mm-hmm. uh, I, I have to forgive me. You got, you have grandsons or granddaughters? I have I have all. <laughs> do you? I have How old are they? Um, now, do you want me just to in, do you want me to include step grandkids or just? Well, let's talk. Yeah, they're all your grandkids. Yeah, they're all they my not? grandkids. Yeah. yeah. Oh shoot! Let's see. Yeah, I don't think we've ever had this conversation. No. Oh my goodness! I gotta think of the boys here. Uh, <laughs> how old they are? I want to say maybe. I got a grand, a step grandson. I didn't consider him my grandson, but right, uh, thirteen, I believe. I believe eleven. Another one. I got a granddaughter that's thirteen. Damn, I'm old. Okay. Um, <laughs> again, and then I got you know my. Let's see, Willow is four. Gonna be four. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> oh man, uh, your kids are pissed seven, at you right now. <laughs> I, man, you start getting so many of them, man. You just stop. You start right. losing track. You know? Oh no, I, I totally. So, how many grandkids do you have on total? One, two, three. <laughs> He's gonna have to get out. He's four, taking his shoe off. Five, six. <laughs> Maybe seven. Seven. Maybe. Maybe seven. Seven, seven altogether. <laughs> well, we didn't kind of got, uh, not to get into their personal story, but my daughter and her husband just found out that his last girlfriend had a baby. And didn't tell him? And didn't tell him. Oh, well, she, he knew she had a baby. 
But she had got married like right away after they broke up. Uh So he just thought it was the new fellas. Yeah. So he didn't think anything about it. And then she, they called him up and, oh, yeah, that's your daughter, by the way. And they took a blood test. Yep. And I, you, I seen her picture and I said, you don't need a blood test, dude. <laughs> <laughs> there's no need. You can just go ahead and call it quits yeah. because there's no need. And now, you know, like I think, I think personally, this isn't just my opinion. I think her mom was just trying to dump her off on somebody. Oh, yeah. Because they got her more than, uh-huh. you know. So, yeah. Well, so yeah, so I got another. So I added another granddaughter. <laughs> What's up, Audra? <laughs> all right, all right. You know, and then yeah, I got a seven-year-old. Uh, seven, yeah, seven, four, two. <laughs> <laughs> my my buddy, uh, Fat Billy Ray, just told me he's about to have his. 20th grandchild oh good lord i won't get into specifics i won't throw a lot out there but yeah 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 congratulations pat billy ray you're about to be a grandpa for the 20th time mm-hmm. oh yeah it's gotten into our house like christmas time we used to buy for everybody uh-huh. now we're just like we're gonna buy for the grandkids yep <laughs> <laughs> that's it <laughs> this, no more just the grandkids <laughs> yeah christmas time gets to be a little a little funky for for us. It's still relatively easy, but so, yeah. But, but once uh, you start getting, they start racking up. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Once Montana starts having sh- kids, <laughs> my daughter is an innocent flower. <laughs> you forget I know your daughter. Uh, right? yeah, 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 yeah. There's nothing innocent about that girl. It, it's funny because you know. With Bobby's sister being here this last week, uh, and, uh, you know, Montana came down to visit. And, you know, it's when we get to, when me and her get together, it's, you know, there's there's no punches. There's no punches pulled. <laughs> you know, you just say whatever's on your mind. And sometimes it can be maybe what you might consider a little over the edge. You know, it might be a little too far, but, you know, that's our relationship. And uh, to see Bobby's sister go, oh, dear God, no. <laughs> it's quite the uh, quite the eventful. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know what you're saying. I, with my daughter, Amberly, I got, we got that same relationship. Right. <laughs> yeah. It, pretty There's, much nothing's off limits. That, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it, oh, it's so much fun. It can be. Mm-hmm. She actually came down and did tattoos on uh, on on Don and Dan while they were here. Their, their first Montana tattoo because ah. they both have you know several different tats. But yeah, they were like, "Hey, why don't you come down and do some tattoo work?" So she come down on Saturday, and of course everybody got tattoos, but Golden Jay because Golden Jay had to go DJ a wedding. Had to go DJ a wedding. Had to go DJ a wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got paid. <laughs> That's all that matters. Got paid. I'm going to assume it didn't go well or it, it was fine. Mm-hmm. It was uh it was a little chaotic. There was uh, it was a young couple that had, you know, I don't think it ever actually been to a wedding before and they were trying to figure it all out. So yeah. and you know, communication skills might have broke down a little bit and I did my best. 
being the seasoned veteran that I am to try to communicate. And I'm not sure everything got through, whether I just didn't do it right, which, you know, I can take, I I can burden that. I can take that burden. It'd be okay. But yeah, I mean, well, you know, I think with anything, you know, with, when you're dealing with a client, you know, yep. there's got to be give and take, you know, and well, and you and know, got to work. To, to mm. me, it's to me, it's their special day, whatever they want. Period. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't want to mess with it. I want her to have the exact day that she wants. But you know, you got to fill me in first. You can't be last minute. Yeah, you can't be changing your mind in the middle of yeah. Uh, That's in what the I middle thinking, of everything. Yeah. yeah so. Well, and maybe it wasn't a change of the mind. Maybe it was just the lack of the communication to let me know yeah. that that's what you wanted to do. And but we made it work. We were it was it was all right. I got paid. <laughs> what you need to do is you need to start making out a form that your clients got to fill out, which gives step by step details of what they want. I do have a form that I set down with them. I I like to set down with all of my uh, clients. Yeah or all the people that I do this for, with a checklist of what they want, you know, as far as this and that. And we usually walk through it. But, um, yeah, it just, uh, it, was a, it was a lovely wedding. Mm. I, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited for them. Yeah. Um, it's somebody that I don't really know. You know, it was, it was uh, a recommendation from a different wedding that I had done. Okay. You know, and uh, I did talk to the the lady who recommended me, and she, you know, she's like, "You did a great job, you did a wonderful job." So, you know, as long as my recommendation was happy, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm happy. And but <laughs> yeah, it just made for it just makes for a long night when oh, you're yeah. when you're trying to make sure that everything is is exactly how uh, the bride might want it to be. And yeah, yeah, it gets to be a little touch. Screw the groom, you know, yeah. as long as the bride's happy. As long as the bride's happy. Mm-hmm. You know, I hate to say it, but yeah, yeah. It, it, it's very true. Screw the groom. It doesn't matter what he wants. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. all about what she wants because, I don't know, guys just don't uh, don't care. You know, they're like, yeah. oh, we're going to get hitched and then I'm yeah. going to get laid later tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just, you know, just tell us where and when to show up. and Yeah, and we'll uh, put mm-hmm. our little ties on and mm-hmm. say I do and, and then we'll get to the beer. Yeah. And, you know, the ladies have... Uh, I think a little more idea what they kind of expect and, and all that. But yeah, all in all, um, I, the, the point of the story was I didn't get a fucking tattoo. You didn't. <laughs> and yeah, I'm didn't a little upset. Hey, I didn't either. Hey, Montana, if you're needing a clean canvas, you know, something to work with, I've got a lot of space. Oh, and back. you need somebody to practice on, uh-huh. you know. Frankie Vegas needs a back piece. I do. I got my I got my little Las Vegas sign on my shoulder. But... Oh, it needs to be bigger. Yeah, <laughs> it needs to be all across your back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And that goes to any tattoo artist out there. If you need somebody to work on, to practice on. Yeah. Yeah. Frankie's available. I am available. <laughs> uh, Golden Jay's wanting to get some facial tattoos. Oh, so yeah. yeah. I got to get my Post Malone on. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I need a couple of, uh, I don't know, what does he even have on his face? I don't even know. I don't know. I'm not a, I mean, I know who Post Malone is, but I don't, I've never paid enough attention to know what his tattoos are. Right, right. Or why anybody would want 
I I don't know. I know that there was several people uh, that I met over the years in person that had some, and I was like, "Really? You why? Why?" I mean, I love tattoos. I'm not picking oh, yeah. on anybody. I just, um, you know, I don't even mind when they come up on the neck. I think yeah. some of those neck tattoos are pretty pretty freaking amazing. But why they come across your face, I'm not exactly yeah, sure. I, but. I mean, you know, you do you. Exactly. I mean, that's fine. Exactly. I just, I don't get it, you know. Yeah. It's not my cup of tea. I don't, I don't yeah. yeah. I'll just yeah. draw it on there and then I can wipe it off later. When did you get your first tattoo? My first tattoo came from Dino, who was staying. Uh, he used to go to Hogwaller, okay, and set up a booth out there to tattoo in. And then he would come stay with Don and Dan when they lived uh, when they still lived up here. And so they would stay for like a couple weeks. Uh, they stayed like the week coming into Hogwaller, and then they would stay for a week or so afterwards. So we'd go over and, and get the. Uh, the tattoo we we go over there and hang out and i finally i finally uh you know sucked it up and said all right well, i'm gonna get i'm gonna get one and i've got the actual um it's the it's the guitar player from dad this is the caricature oh, okay. that is inside of their cd of no fuel left for the pilgrims yeah. it's it's really faded right i mean it's, yeah. it's faded out but yeah that was my first that was my first yeah. tattoo was uh and i don't remember what year it was it would have to have been I was probably twenty five, maybe. No, oh, wow. Yeah, I was way older than yeah. than most people now get them. As soon as they turn eighteen, or even with parents' consent, people are getting yeah. tattoos. Yeah, I was probably eighteen. I got, and what I got was, I like to call it a prison tat. Oh, uh, you know, yeah. My yep. my buddy was, you know, made his homemade shit, and he actually, well, not this. Because it's a cover-up. Right. But it was just like a peace sign and my initials. Oh, right on. Yeah. And he did that. Of course, I got it, got it covered up with my King Panther there. There you go. Um, Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> that looks like it might be like mine. A little do for some little coloring. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Well, the guy who did that, uh, he wasn't going to touch it up for me. Yeah. Uh, but he got bunted, and they took all of this shit. Oh shit! <laughs> so, Damn. So, well, I told I told the Mojo when I had we uh, we had lunch with her this last Sunday up at uh, Wild Rose Brewery up there in it's actually in Griffin, Indiana, which is up by Gary. Okay. Uh, we went up and had lunch with her and Trevor, and. and uh, I made the comment, well, I didn't get a tattoo, and I was so bummed. And, and she kind of looked at me. I said, listen, seriously, I want to sleep. I'm ready for it. Let's do a sleep. I want the whole arm done. So we kind of kicked around some ideas or whatever. But um, we're supposed to, and I don't know if this is actually going to happen. It probably won't happen next week when we're out there. But uh, we're supposed to go. Phil is going to get his, ta- his very first tattoo. Okay. Because, you know, Phil's been a Chiefs fan for – 50 plus years and he keeps saying he's going to get get the since they won the super bowl he's going to get the uh he's got something in mind and i said well if we're in kansas city let's go find a good artist and and get some cheap tattoos on her so i'm thinking about having the arrowhead put right here on my arm and then we'll just build around that oh yeah we'll see i don't know if it'll get it won't get done this next week that that that's all something i've been one do is get a colt, the horseshoe, right. you know. But I just I never have. 
I'm, I'm a cheap ass, so it's hard for me to justify spending. <laughs> it's hard to justify spending that kind of money. My on my it. Vegas tattoo that was the gift, that was the Father's Day gift for my kids. You know? Oh, nice. Yeah, they paid for that. Right on. Uh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, I get gifted tattoos a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> because, well, my daughter does tattoos, but. Um, but I told Phil that if he was going to do it, I'd go with him and get one done. And that way it's kind of a, a thing that we've done together and it's something you always remember. But so. Well, what do you need? You need to get a piece that intertwines all of the podcast. Uh-huh. I would have no idea what that is because I'm not an artist. I don't either. But I'm sure. Actually, I, I, so. In all honesty, I'd love to have the Ball State bird put in there somewhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would love to do something with the podcast and the bands and mm-hmm. and all that, just to kind of get it all to work yeah, together. Do your history. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. All right there in my arm. Yeah. Yep. Do your story. Yeah, yep. that would be awesome. Yeah, I'm going to work on that. Mm-hmm. But I told her, I said it cannot interfere in any ways with these ones that I have on my wrist here because. Those are, you know, that's the family. That's Montana's, that's Gunner's, that's Skyler's, and that's yeah. Bobby's. So they can't interfere with that. I mean, we can go around and we can do whatever, but they are not to oh, be yeah. messed with. So That's what I always tell people when they get a tattoo. I'm always like, make sure it's something that you're going to like. Forever. 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 Yes. You know, something that you're not going to look at 10 years down the road and go, yeah exactly you know yeah because they are there it's a it's a forever thing is what dave gruel says it's Mm -hmm. a forever thing so all right frankie all right we need to get out of here we didn't talk anything about the 80s damn it i guess you'll have to come back next week i'll have to come back (laughs) yeah okay we can do that all right you got any you got in my socials i got your socials Gunner? <laughs> Where the hell is he at? Get his ass back here. I'm going to go do a podcast with him later tonight. So, uh, uh, yeah, it's, uh, thank you for listening to the Golden 80s. Um, seriously, guys, thank you. I can't thank our listeners enough over and over again, whether you're listening to The Call Guys or whether you're listening to Golden Image Podcast or the United States of Paranormal or the Golden 80s, or the Indiana Chiefs fans, or the Murder Nerds, or A Court of Books and Booths. Do you think we have enough podcasts in this empire? Or do we need three more? Well, I don't... I would feel guilty if you had to kind of stretch yourself a little thin. <laughs> you know, I mean, you're already about as far as you can go without breaking. Yeah, I'm pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> you know... Uh, yeah, we, we may have to hold at seven for a while, but, yeah. um, yeah, we, we love all of our listeners. We love all of the, uh, feedback we get. So get out there and rate and review us. If you don't mind, just take a couple of minutes, man. We totally appreciate it. Me and Frankie are working hard here, trying to get the golden eighties up into the charts and, uh, we just need more listens. So go out there and tell your friends about us and, you know, just spread the word. We'd appreciate it. Yeah, just uh, you know, go have my challenge for you guys is to go have one friend listen to the episode. Yeah, just spread the word. Say, hey, you got to listen to this episode, and then have it th- tell them to have them have a friend. Yeah, and so if everybody does the challenge, 
at the end of the episode, we should have hundreds of views. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like awesome. that. And then go buy a hoodie or a t-shirt. T-shirt. Or what, what, what else? Well, I think we have pint glasses pine on there. Yeah. Okay. I think that's all we got so far. I mean, but I mean, listen to everybody. I mean, oh yeah, we got awesome, awesome group of people. Uh, they're they're right. all great. Yeah, yeah, great family. Yep. Um, you know, you can find me and Frankie on Facebook. Go like and you know, go follow us on Facebook. You know, uh, what is it? Uh, Facebook dot com slash Golden Eighties. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. You just, put in the Golden Eighties, it'll pop up. Yeah, make sure you put in the Golden Eighties. It's a little funky that way, but. Yeah. Uh, you know, we also have an Instagram we don't do anything with, and we also have a YouTube. I know nothing about Instagram. <laughs> we also have a YouTube, which has uh, only the first episode on it. So uh, I am behind. I will get I will get there. I promise. You act when, like you got other shit to worry I, about. I, know, right? <laughs> I feel so bad because we have all these videos. I mean, this is episode 15. Yeah. What what is it? What's your damage? What's your damage? <laughs> Unless uh, we come up with a better name. Before. You never know. You never know. I just kind of was, uh, I saw that and I was like, I like that. What's your damage? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, please go check out the whole empire. Go check out goldenmojoent.com or the United States paranormal.com for all your merch. And, uh, you know, Go check out all the information at Golden Mojo ENT for all the other podcasts. There's pictures and a description and and all that stuff. So go check into that. And we are grateful for all the people who listen Absolutely. to us. Absolutely. Yeah. We love you guys all. So uh, thank you so much. And we'll see you again uh, next week. Yeah. All right. Later. Bye-bye.